Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Here we are, another sideline sports. We got Eric, Jake, and John with myself, JB Ellis. A lot of a lot of stuff to talk about. We're finally all back in our home bases after me doing the marathon last week. You know, as you know, you saw me walking around the field. We're not going to have Kurt Water, you know, hop on tonight and say hi. I don't think we, we can't know. have those kind of guests again. You never know. Oh, where's Snoop? I want to know where Snoop at. Y'all, y'all been holding out on the brother. I ain't seen Snoop since Sunday. I thought for he sure tired. he was coming on, man. Well, I can tell he you exactly tired. where Snoop is. Being reported on that he was smoking before the halftime show, as if that was a surprise to literally anybody at all. Oh my god, poor Snoop! Like really, the shock was he did smoke on stage, but that's besides that's another story for another day. I give you that. I I figured he would have, but I do I mean, have one question before we start the show tonight. Yes, sir. John Shear. Yeah. I I need I need to ask you a very serious question. Uh-oh. I'm worried. Would you, at any given point in time? Hang upside down like 50 Cent did with them with that <laughs> outfit and bust a rhyme. Would you do that, John Shear? No, I think I'd be dead in like three seconds. <laughs> I like to say one thing off of that, Eric. Here's the thing that's important to know. I could tell you who would. Babs. Yes. Babs yeah, would have I the guess. balls to do it. You're right I about that. The right. weight. You got to be able to have the weight. I mean, like 50 Cent, he clearly has the weight. Oh, I now don't. you're just making fun of 50 Cent. I'm just That's saying, nice. like, I'm That's a little nice. guy. I wouldn't last very long with That's know, not nice. lack of weight. John, John, it's it's what? We're not even two minutes in the show. You're already out of order. What do you come on, well, man? Just let's saying Babs is a little bit of a bigger guy. Why are you gonna make fun of the poor guy, huh? What did he do to you? John, you ain't never gonna be on the cast of power at this point, man. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to get you in there as you know, the one <laughs> white dude that could be a part of power. You know, they got I, saw, I saw a picture of him in his underwear today on Twitter, and I'm forever scarred. Wow. <laughs> should, I, should I pull it, it up disgusting. Quick? It was disgusting. No. I, think I, pull pull up. I think I'm going to pull it up. Let's get back to – let's talk about the halftime show real quick as you're looking for Bab's picture. Yes. That's good right, So I was excited when I heard who was going to be in the halftime show. I was like, wow, this is some good stuff. First halftime show ever featuring rap. And, yeah. You know, all, all the artists I grew up with, I mean – you guys are a bit younger than me, but this is my my music, you know. This is my music. What, what, what you mean, younger than this? Is my music, okay. I, this was I, the I, rolling I, down the street, smoking endo the whole. No, come on, and then Mary. Let me tell you something about Mary J. Blige. That woman does not age, and I don't care what she wears. Mary is just fine. Thank you very much. Oh, Mary is fine. We, we're not questioning about that. And those that don't like Mary, you know who I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about right now. Hold on, real quick. Uh, here's Babs wearing underwear only. I think this is a beautiful human being. I mean, John, you know what? I'm going to say disgusting. this again. I said, I said it last week. I'm going to say it again. 
This man's got bigger balls than you. You know why? He came on our show shirtless. Is that because now he's you on Twitter and just as underwear. Them right now, or I sure can. Okay, gotcha. I just had to make sure we're clear about that. <laughs> and I'd also like to point out, as he's on the screen, real quick. I'm not kidding. We talked to him today. JB and I spoke to him. Okay, John doesn't even know this yet. Is Eric that? Are we sure that's not a diaper? Oh, I, I I was on the phone with Babs. This is happening. There will be a decathlon between you two. No, and I'm telling you, oh, decathlon. Excuse me. Uh, we'll that, see is, if he's is, is cowardly. Because one of them's going to end up dying because they pass out. I, on the streets of Manhattan, wait he for said it. people. I'm I'm telling oh my you, God. John does not back out. Only one it's of happening. us is going to show up. I can assure you that. John, I, I still got. Hey, John, thirteen dollars, baby. I got thirteen dollars on you. You know who else used to wear number thirteen? Odell Beckham. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We need to finish the halftime show stuff first. Come on. So, give okay. the people the respect. Was it? I mean, the music was great, but the yeah. set was kind of boring. You know, uh, was, I don't know. How was the set I boring? I wouldn't call it boring. I'm not. It wasn't flashy, but it was still not boring. It wasn't. It was boring. You know, flashy. It wasn't like when Katy Perry or, or who, I think it was Katy Perry when she came up on that stupid lion. You know, but it wasn't. Boring. It, was it just wasn't like stupid over the top. I mean, it was they were, okay. Hold it on. It was appropriate for what it was. It's awesome. They were recognizing prominent spots in their life in Compton. They brought it to SoFi Stadium. They brought it to Los Angeles. First off, you've got a picture in Snoop's living room of like him and his wife or him and his mom, and he chilling on the couch, and that was reminiscent of you know where they started and grew up. Then you had. Exactly. There was like a, a a food place that was there, or you know they had the cars on the outside. Like, I'm yes, I. There's no way that the set was boring, because it was yeah. in this tribute right to where they grew up. Couldn't agree more. Okay, you see, I, first of all, it's halftime of the Super Bowl. I'm not paying that much attention to it. I like the music, but you know, I'm used to the the flashy, big halftime shows. It was very plain and basic. All well and good that they, they did the ode to their their where they came from. You know, I, I love all the artists that were involved in it. So that part was great, but to me it was just kind of there. You oh. know? That's a fair assessment. I I guess no, Eric not. and I are gonna be on the same page. Eric, no, I'll not. ask you because I know you appreciated it. Uh would you rank this in your top five or even top three of all time halftime shows? If not higher, maybe number one. That sounds that's stupid. That's just no, right. I'm not asking you to because neither of you appreciated it properly. I don't so, think Eric seems okay. to appreciate it. So here's wow. the thing. As many halftime shows as I've watched, and we've seen some of the great ones. Absolutely. What I, I I will put it in the top five. And here's why. Okay. Nothing to me beats either Prince or Michael Jackson. I, I figured First you'd off, say that. Prince, when you can stand still in an arena full of 60, 70, 80,000 people and people just won't shut up, you have achieved an iconic status, in my opinion. Agreed. And so Prince in the rain, okay? It was just, it was phenomenal. Mike, MJ, in the rain, I mean, not in the rain, but just stood there. And there were people continually screaming, crying, cheering. It didn't matter what they did. There was a love that was there. 
Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Coldplay. Still to date, I watched that halftime clip. I can't tell you how many times. And I specifically watched just the dance battle that happened between Beyonce and, and Bruno Mars. This one, though, took me back. It took me back to a place of familiarity. It took me back to a place of, as JB said, this was our music growing up. So I can't ignore that. I can't ignore the previous ones. So that's why I can't put it in my top three. But it definitely, if, if, I had to, if I had to assess them, and again, this is my opinion, it goes MJ, Prince, Bruno, Beyonce, Coldplay, and then this one with Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick, and Mary J. So, and don't forget 50 Cent's minor appearance. And yes, 50 making that guest appearance. Yes, yes, yes. I So that's where my... I would have to very much agree with you, sir. I think it was fantastic. Two above us have no idea what they're talking about, obviously, because they claim that it's boring or whatever. I thought it was really, really. He didn't just say so boring. He just said that there was no, no. pizzazz to it. You're, you're oh, well, no pizzazz implies being boring. No, well, he's just saying boring. like the music it was, was the just music. kind of existed. Like there wasn't anything yeah. that stood out. It was, what he said. It, it was like as though they were there. We made it. We're not going to rock the boat. Oh, but with their music, they did. Their music does. Eminem took a knee. How did he not rock? Yeah, the boat really. TV? Oh, he was. He was strictly told not to, and then did it anyway. Exactly. Uh, I mean, exactly. that's, I'm, that's I'm a over statement if I've ever seen one. I'm over. John, the listen. Thing. I understand you and JB are football purists, and you know you appreciate the game more than the halftime. I agree with that. As a fan of everything, especially when it comes to that type of music, it tugs on my heartstrings a little bit. And not to say that it does it for you. Out of Who's order. putting that up, John? That's I me. Mean, oh, right here, hand check, right here. Oh, I, I, okay, I'm out of order. All right, now let's keep this, it. Moving. This, I'm sorry. this, this is exactly what I mean. It, they did nothing to to bring excitement to it. The knee thing, yep. ah, that doesn't excite me. I'm over okay. the whole knee thing. Here's the thing: I you think know. you guys are all missing. And Eric, I'm surprised you didn't say it. Yeah, okay, you want to say they stayed in their lane, but here's the important thing. But by the way they performed, they opened up the doors for other people in that music genre to go out and go do halftime shows now. Think about I hope it. So. Think I about hope it. So. They didn't they of- weren't too flashy and over the top. Their music was great. They did everything right. They didn't really do anything wrong other than Eminem taking a knee, but that's a personal choice. The performances themselves were not the problem, right? They handled the you know the profanity very well, right? Everything went well otherwise. That's why it's so great. It's not just like, the music and just the That sounds like they it's, did the, it's, the it's base. It's the game. impact it's going to have, which is why it's up there for me, because it opens up the doors for more people that are in that rap you know, genre to go out and have their music be on the halftime show. That's why it's so big to know. me. It's, it's more than just it doesn't a feel couple like, songs. It doesn't feel like it anything like, that these folks would normally do. It feels like it these folks like would normally be over the top. Their whole career. All of a sudden, said, "You know what? I want to be accepted mainstream. So let me let me roll it back. I'm not saying yes. I expected anything Thank crazy, because I really wasn't. I just expected a little bit more. When you're trying to be a trendsetter, sometimes JB, you got to be a little I, bit more relaxed. JB, I appreciate what you're saying. I really do, because I didn't look at it that way. So let me take a step out of my own eyesight and look through it through your lens. And I agree. 
because of the history of the artists that were on that stage that night, we know what they are known for, which helped garner their success. Okay, right. so I, I understand where you're coming from. I do have to push back a little bit and say, to, to Jake's point and to just the facts, this was the first time hip hop artists, rap artists were given this opportunity. It took 56 Super Bowls right. for rap artists to be given the opportunity. And it wasn't even today's rap artists. It was the rap artists of the 90s. So exactly. to Jake's point, it opened up the door, but they also know going in the level of accountability that they are going to be held to. And they well, so wanted to make it so that. everybody was given a fair opportunity moving forward. They didn't do this I, for themselves. And I can respect that a thousand percent. I, I'm all in for that. I just wanted to see a little bit more. You know, of course, they're, I, they're, I, 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 I get that. Listen, you know, I get that. we're it on the same page. It wasn't the music, wasn't the music that disappointed because I love their music. I mean, you know, if you looked at my Apple Music, you know, you got things from everybody. I don't just, you know, I, I listen to everything. To that. You know, they have, but they're some of my favorite things, you know, but I just, I wanted to see more. And, you know, to me, I thought the set was kind of bland. I get where you're coming from with the pictures and stuff, but just the all white. It just didn't play right on TV. There was no pop to it. That's what I meant by bland. I get what you're saying. Halftime, it's going to be like. It's not a halftime. It's the Super Bowl halftime. The way I see it, they couldn't be as authentic as they wanted to realistically, probably because they're trying to open the door for other people in the future to be able to get out there and do what they do. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying. I think the reason they were a little bit more laid back was because they wanted to showcase their music, showcase their art, and more importantly, prove to all the, you know, the naysayers, hey, I know we're not your favorite music, probably. I know we're not the conventional halftime show. We could be a halftime show, too. And people loved it. People were loving it. A lot of people oh. really. I mean, I just want to be clear that was, none of these artists need to ever showcase their music because no. we already know how great they but are. What I mean is showcase the genre, like the ability to have people that are in that genre to be out there and be doing the halftime show. That's all. Oh, without a doubt. And I mean, once again, like I said, it wasn't the music that disappointed. It wasn't the artist. Absolutely. The set to me was bland. You know, the the dancing was okay. You know, wasn't it? Listen, we saw Prince, we saw MJ, you know, we saw last year with, what was last year, a couple of years ago with J-Lo and Shakira. You know, there have been more exciting. There have been more exciting. And they got more controversy. J-Lo and Shakira, I think, got more controversy than Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary, and Kendrick. You know, don't get me wrong. Musically, this was a much better musical halftime show. Oh, yeah. You know, no doubt about that. You know. But so, enough halftime show. Let's right. talk about let's talk about the referees. Let's start there. Oh, don't, right. don't, don't even get me Hold started on. on Before we get there, can, I, can we just take one moment to say a very large congratulations to Matt Stafford, to more importantly, Aaron Donald, to Cooper Cup, all those guys that oh. got a ring this weekend because you know what? A lot of those guys have deserved it. 
Okay, Cooper Cup had one of the best seasons by a wide receiver probably all time, considering everything he was able to accomplish in a single season. Yeah. Matt Stafford, after so many painful, pitiful years in Detroit, gets out of the basement and finally actually gets a ring. And, of course, Aaron Donald, one of the greatest defensive players we've probably ever seen, finally gets a ring. Just just want to say congrats. They, they, they deserved it. All of them I, separately. All the guys I, on that team deserved it, but – as a guy who bashed, no, not all the guys. I'll get to who did, did a little bit because I'm going to say my piece on that one. And look at the chat if you can do what I ask. Yeah, um, I, Matt, that's all Matthew right. Stafford, by sure. Listen, I was hard at him all year. Did he play his best game in the Super Bowl? No. Did he win no, the no, game no. for them? No. But he won, and congratulations. I, I respect Matthew Stafford. He did win the game for them. I mean, he drove them down. He did help win the game, but no. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Five chances. Hold on. Hold on. They got the touchdown. He did his job. JB. Just let me talk for two seconds. You're out of order, sir. Just listen. (laughs) He helped win the game. Okay. But there was a big word, but that you were, he didn't let me get to the but. Okay. But the refs played way too much of a part at the end of the game. And trust me, I have my gripes that I want to go over with that. I tweeted about it. But, but. Matt Stafford still helped win that game. You cannot say he did not. I'm not saying that you can't forget about the refs, but you also can't sit here and say, yeah, he didn't help them win. You can only control what you can control. Last time I checked, he's the one that threw the pass. Despite everything else, no matter what, he's the one that threw the pass, made the pass, and won the game. I'm not taking it away from him, but he's not why they won the game. I didn't say that. There's one man. There's one man. There's one man. Aaron Donald. But that's it. Aaron Donald. He should have been MVP. I agree. That was no, a dumbest Donald decision. No, I have to go with Cooper on that one, no. John. I have no, to Cooper Cup got shut shut down most of the game until the until the no end Jamar of the Chase game. got shut down. Uh, no Jalen Ramsey. Excuse me. I'll, I'll get to Jalen Ramsey in a little bit because I got words. But for him. Aaron Donald was the reason they won. Aaron yes. Donald with his no, pressure was no. the reason that they yes. were able to stay alive. Because, oh, J.B., it was punt, 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 punt the entire fourth quarter. It wasn't like Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup were doing anything in the fourth. And why Why were the Rams alive whenever they were getting beat by four and they couldn't do anything? Because Aaron Donald and Von Miller and that defensive oh, line were saving their bacon that entire fourth we had a, quarter. We had a great game was game over the whole, if they didn't stop them. Great game until the last couple of minutes with the referees. The game was terrible oh, in the fourth quarter. No, there it was punt, 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 punt. It was terrible. Listen, if you watch the plays, if you watch the three plays again, first play, clean. There was no no penalty. Second play, it was a football play. It was a 50-50 if the referee calls it. I won't complain too much on that one, but after the first one, it wouldn't have mattered. Third play was a clear penalty. But the fourth chance, you get the touchdown. What do you expect the Bengals' defense to do? They're a defense. They're not going to – Stop him 85 times from the three-yard line. It was ridiculous. I think you're missing something, JB. It what? wasn't the Bengals weren't going to stop them. It's Eli Apple cannot stop anything. Oh, wait, sorry. This is, wait, hold on. Not sorry. Just be, no, see, Jake, you're butthurt because he left New oh. York and went well, somewhere. Well, let me butthurt. I don't like Eli do Apple. I don't miss him for there. anything. Yeah, okay. You were just mad because he went to Cincinnati and had a great season. He couldn't do it because he was the first pick for the Giants back in God knows Why when. would I and be he upset? Goes to Cincinnati he left us years ago. He went and to- you're still sore about it. Absolutely he was terrible not. in New York. Terrible he was with the terrible. Saints. Thank you. 
I don't but miss him. What have smoking? Like, you have you been hanging out with Snoop Dogg before the show? was the reason they were good? No. Eli Apple got his butt whooped. He got so exposed on national okay, television. Fine. Let's talk about Jalen Ramsey. To Jalen Ramsey, I want to make oh, sure you understand and hear me. I'm going to say something about that after, but you go first, sir. You go first. Thank you. Jalen Ramsey, you called out Jamar Chase and got beat. Now, granted, oh, hold on. one flag that should have been thrown, I oh, will God. completely agree on you. That was truly an offensive pass interference, and the refs did not call it. And we can talk about the refs all night long. But when you specifically call out a player and then you get beat by that guy on several occasions – you ain't got no room to talk. Congratulations. You got your ring. Be thankful that you were in that position that you were in. But don't you ever come out your mouth calling out a wide receiver and then don't show up on the biggest stage. That of the was biggest horrible. Game. I'd like that to point horrible. out real quick. Jamar Chase only had 89 yards on five receptions. And last time I checked, more than a half of those, if I remember correctly, came on one play that should not have happened because it was so blatantly offensive pass interference, which you alluded to. And so you admit that it is. And, I appreciate that, right? I, I, we agree on that, right? But right. That's yes. One huge play that I, I don't remember how many yards exactly he got on that, but I'm fairly certain it was more than half the yards he got, which shouldn't have happened at all. Shouldn't happen. But, but don't in the rule, forget listen, the time. But in the record books, it's going down as what he You're had, right. and that's don't why worry. I say Cooper Cup should have been MVP. I'm glad he was MVP because when Stafford needed somebody. To step up, shake your head all you want, Mister My Man Upstairs, John Shear. When when Cooper Cup's number was called, that man did what he needed to do. Okay, so he did it for one drive. When Aaron Donald did it for the entire fourth quarter, time after time after time, they're down by four and they couldn't do anything, and they kept going three and outs. They couldn't do nothing, and Aaron Donald saved their life again and again and again. Von Miller saved their it life again and Aaron again. Donald. And Cooper Cup waited until you just wait, said yourself on. it Cooper was Von Cup Miller. waited until the refs gave eighty five chances, like JB said, to save their bacon. That's what you're calling the MVP of the game who couldn't do anything until the last drive when he got chance after chance. And he finally got Eli Apple to bite. So, That's what you're calling your MVP. So what was he when doing? You're, okay, you're I'm sorry. The fourth quarter was the now reason. I have to disagree with John. Who was the first? Okay, John. Who was gone. the first was the pass of the Super Bowl thrown to? John, who was the first pass of the Super Bowl thrown to? Was it not thrown to Cooper Cup? Yes, it was. Go back and watch that entire game. Cooper Cup, granted, there were there were plays where he got beat. And you're talking one quarter. Let's talk the entire scope of the game. The entire scope of the game, there were two men who did their job. And I'll even throw three in the mix for you. It was the quarterback, Matthew Stafford. It was the number one wide receiver, Cooper Cup. And, yes, it was Aaron Donald. But Don't course, forget Von Miller. In- Don't forget Von Miller. I'm not forgetting Von Miller. Fine, I won't forget Von Miller. Von he had Miller seven looked sacks like a man. Uh, Super Bowl record. Fine. Seven sacks uh, for that D-line. Okay, so then give it to Von Miller. I'm not saying Aaron Donald isn't deserving of it, but this is what we've come to expect with Aaron Donald. If oh, Aaron so Donald would have personally... So, so because we expect him to do well, we're going to say it's not as big? I expect Cooper but, Cup to do do well. I'm not, it's the I'm level of expectation that we put on these athletes, Okay. okay. But I'm Cooper Cup showed up in the moments when he was needed the most. That's why he got MVP. So did That's Aaron why Donald. I can't argue it. But oh, look at the I'm, last play I'm of the no game. About oh, hold, hold on, JB. No Jake, please bring up that last clip because if if uh, Joe Burrow does not get if he doesn't get away from Aaron Donald, Joe, if if he gets away from Aaron Donald, sorry, excuse me. Jalen Ramsey got beat by Jamar Chase. That's a touchdown. You watch that last play. 
Jalen Ramsey fell down. Jamar Chase is scoring uh, a touchdown. I hate to tell you, John, that's And Aaron Donald saved his ass. Hold on. But that's the way the game works. No, but, but it's, I'm it's just saying a, he showed up but it's, when it's it mattered. Like player, said, it's not right? a one-person team. That's why they are a team of players. So when one guy makes a mistake, another guy has his back. That's why they're champions right now. And the Cincinnati Bengals are not champs. I'm just telling you, Aaron Donald showed up at the biggest moment in the entire game, fourth well, and one. All, That's what he does, though. That's fine. But you can't, you can't you take can't that away from him. But no one's trying to take that away from him. away from him, John. But you, first of all, the MVP is voted for before the last two minutes of the game anyway, so, which is the stupidest which thing in the world. stupid. Yeah, that's, right. that's ridiculous. That rule needs to be changed. That, I that's agree that's that the first issue. The second issue is you really can't fault them for going Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, even Stafford. Stafford was Stafford a quarterback. Stafford, Stafford did not even come close to I understand that, but he's a But he was in the conversation because he's a quarterback. Right. He's a quarterback, right. game winning drive, automatically he's exactly. there. Exactly. But honestly, I get what you're saying, but it's stupid. Cooper, We're not disagreeing. It's stupid, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, I, I get what you're saying that Donald should have got it. I hear Eric, that's what we expect of him. I disagree with that that argument. You know, just because someone's great, you know, doesn't mean that they have to do more than what they would normally do. He had a phenomenal game. But I'm not going to say, oh, don't give it a cup. Cup did what he did all year. So I'm not upset with the choice. I just, you know, I think the referees really should have got the MVP for the Rams. It was was disgusting. You play three quarters, three and a half quarters of a game, and you don't throw one flag. We watched that whole entire game. Flags were not thrown until the fourth quarter. There wasn't any offsides. There wasn't a delay of game. There wasn't a neutral zone infraction. There wasn't uh, too many men on the field. Nothing. And in the fourth quarter, the quarter that determines the outcome of wins and losses, now you decide to pull out your yellow flags. What on God's green earth were they doing the other three quarters? Because I even tweeted. I said, where's the consistency? If this was any other game. And when I tweeted about it, I got, I got that they missed the pass interference with Higgins. Yeah, you, know, you can't make you can't have a makeup call in the last two minutes of a game. That's not how it works. I agree. Yeah, you want to make a makeup call, you do it on the next drive, and that in itself is stupid. Call the game the right way. But but okay. But aside from that, JB, there. What I'm saying is, if this was Week Five or Week Twelve or the first round of the playoffs, flags would have been thrown every five minutes we didn't see that until the fourth quarter and yes to our man will vogel chiming in saying there was an illegal celebration on cincinnati yes you're right about that right you know what that was the flag that was thrown outside of that nothing until the fourth you know why it was thrown because it was Vernon hargraves is an idiot so blatant you couldn't like it was impossible to miss like the face mask was bad, but I could see how somebody misses that in live time. I could understand that. But she couldn't miss the celebration in live time. That was It was physically impossible to miss a guy with no pads, no helmet, no nothing on the field with everybody else. You couldn't miss that. That's why it was called. Not because they cared that much, but because you couldn't possibly miss it if you tried. It was stupid. It really it was, was but, but it was. when you get when you get to the last couple of plays of the game, and you have a clean game, and then you call a phantom penalty, then a fifty-fifty call on top of that, and then the third one, which was clearly a penalty. Uh, don't get me wrong; I'm not, you know, 
not complaining about the last one, but a missed one and a 50-50 call back-to-back. Get out of here. Agreed. And you're going to tell me the referees are good in the NFL? Swipe no, the watchable game. I, I you know, Look, I, I said it. I was saying it to one of my friends before. It is infuriating how often refs decide games like this. It's a very simple rule of what you got to do. It's one of two things. Either call the game with lots of penalties and call every little infraction or let things go. You can't have it both ways. You can't call it when it's convenient for you and not call it when it's not. It's either one way or the other, and they choose to say, well, we're going to call it when we feel like it. Everybody here played sports at one point in their life, right? Yes. So, yeah. So, when I used to play basketball, I get called for something. The first thing I did, I go over to the ref. What did I do? Because I didn't realize what I did. If I got called for a foul, I didn't realize. I'd go have that conversation. Because later on in the game, they knew I had the conversation with them. It got in their head. So they're going to think I fixed whatever I didn't even know I did. But they were pretty consistent. When they called it consistent, it was fine. But how do you just you not call anything? And then a phantom penalty. It's like they wanted the Rams to win. I'm sure they did. Maybe that's the narrative. And it was a shame because it was a great game. And I don't care who won, the Rams, the Bengals, it didn't matter to me. Agreed. You know. All right, real quick, uh, JB, you said something in the chat before about a certain question. Would you like me to play that, sir? Yes, because you were congratulating, you know, all of the Rams. I- I'd like to uncongratulate one person. Okay, you'd like to uncongratulate uh, this particular person, huh? Is that so? <laughs> so this was this was John Shearer last week. This uh, is this is our question. I'm pulling it up on Twitter of somebody calling us out on it, but you'll you'll hear John's voice. You can't miss it. Thank you. It's pretty obvious it's him. All right, let me know that you guys can hear this, by the way. You guys hear that? No. No? I think not yet. You got to make sure you uh, include the audio. It should be Share on the audio tab. That's a very good point. Uh, I don't know how to do that. I got to be honest with you. All right, so why don't we take a break, and you and I can get that fixed during the break real quick. You got it, sir. All right, we'll be right back with, with John. And if you didn't see the face, we'll tell you when we get back. All right, I thought Eric was going to do that. I got it, though. Connecting your brain and body with interactive games and tests. Why is there no physical activity in today's health physical? Fraser is a holistic technology used to rehabilitate, prevent falls, and improve sport performance. Fraser Reports provide you, your clinician, your physical therapist, or athletic trainer, objective data to make decisions on your health and performance over time. Measure what matters to change your game. Take the Tracer Challenge. Confidence. Growth. Connected by Tracer. All right, gentlemen. Uh, Eric, are you pulling it up on your computer? Yes, sir. I'm working on that right now. So I, I will be just a moment. All right. Well, so while we're waiting, then. Yeah, let's, go ahead, JB. What do you got for us, Jake? No, I wanted to find something for you real quick. You asked me to find two things for you. 
I'm currently looking for the second one as we speak. There's uh, yes. so I know exactly all, what you wanted. So for all the fans out there that want to get some sideline sports merchandise, let me show you. Jake's pulling it up now. The, the yep, I got hoodie it. that I got. This uh, this was a little Valentine's Day gift for JB. And JB, I didn't tell you this. This is now I'm telling you on air real quick before I share it. Uh, I knew about this. Like, yes, I know you did. I found out. Okay, I knew about this like days in advance. I, I was specifically told. So Wait, how didn't I know me. about this? Oh well, you didn't get asked. Wow, this is thanks a lot, Dad, the, for not telling like, me in advance. The front, the front is cool, but the back, even better. I, I mean, see your favorite sideline sports person is Deb. Oh, how amazing! Me. How amazing does that look on a on a hoodie, guys? Oh, that is. I uh, I'm oh. already asking for my own. So our online store should be up soon, uh, as with our website. Both they're currently under development, so you can have your own sideline sports hoodie. So sure the, you know. just so you know, the highest graded player in the Super Bowl was Von Miller with a ninety three point five over every. Not surprised. So then, fine, give him the MVP then, John. Just so he you deserved know. it. All right, I, I found what we were talking about earlier, gents. If you're ready, beautiful. Yes, sir. yes, Thank please, you, sir. All right, so here we go. How are you doing today? Great. John Shear, Sideline Sports. So you talked about playing free, and you had uh, hit on Mike Evans a few weeks ago. Did Sean McVay talk to you a little bit about that, and you think that might be an issue in the Super Bowl, playing that kind of free football? Uh, have you, so obviously, uh, Sean didn't need to say anything to me because, uh, if anyone's ever been in that situation, they understand what I'm doing and I'm going to break up that ball. And will I change the way I play? Cause it's a Super Bowl. No, uh, I play balls to the wall and I'm playing to make plays and, uh, you know, if you don't know what it's like to be in there, you don't really understand it. So it's not really even worth talking about it uh, outside of that. So uh, I'm not worried one bit. I play the game the right way. I played the game the right way my entire career. And I'll continue doing that. All right. Great. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with this one. So yeah, John got called out for being a troll for asking that question. Uh, do you want to read the exact tweet? Yeah, you can. But don't, yeah, don't mention I, who it's from. I, I don't want to give any credit to I won't. To, it to says troll this troll from at sideline sport one trying to bait Weddle with some random expletive question about a game two weeks ago. So and then first of all, first of all, is it I hold on before we get into this? I'd first like to say thanks for giving us the credit, at least, at least tagging us. Yeah. You know, I, I appreciate but, you gave us our credit at least because that's us. Team. And you know what? You know what? I'm proud of John for that. I, I get on John's case when he asks a dumb question or he asks a question he knows he shouldn't have. You know, but when he says something maybe that was a little questionable the way he phrases it, he knows I'll, I'll tell him the truth if I'm I think he messed up. I think it was a great question. I think it was a fantastic yep. question. And you know what? You. Nothing wrong with that one. Sometimes the you got to ask the hard here, questions. The first one he had to get on him. That question was perfectly fine. Yep. And how, as a professional athlete, can you not answer that question? It was a football play. I tried to break up the play. You know, I have to be careful not to hurt the team getting dumb penalties. 
Simple answer. He's actually, he's actually lucky I let him off easy because he's wrong. That's not a football play. He hit him in the face mask after the ball was already dropped. And if the ball did not hit the ground, when he, if the ball had not already hit the ground, when he hit him in the face mask, we know at that point in time, the game, the Bucks would have kept the ball. That was fourth down. The Bucks would have kept yep. that ball. That would have been that would have added on to the the drive, and the Bucks would have kept the ball. But the ball hit the ground, which is a stupid rule, and they called it a dead ball, which meant it was after the play, which meant the Rams kept the ball. They just moved back fifteen yards. He's actually lucky yeah. I let him off easy because I could have followed up with that. And that I would have tell you, John, him through a I, loop. I'm just saying. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think you would have been allowed to follow up. I think you would have tried yeah. to. Oh, yeah, I'm just talk, saying. Like, and they would have just been like, muted. You're done. I, I, he was clearly wrong okay. when saying that was a football oh, absolutely. play because that and, and was the, the not a football of, play. If you don't play football, you wouldn't understand. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't understand that play at all because I, I don't play in the NFL. So I have no idea what I'm talking about. You must I, be, you must not know anything if you don't. None of us do. Nobody that that was, nobody that does. Especially coming from a guy who's supposed to be one of the leaders of the team who came back at a retirement to help them. I'm sorry. I lost all respect for Eric Weddle. Go That's back on the beach. Answer. Go back on the beach. Learn how to answer questions. You've been in the NFL how many years before you retired? Exactly. Simple answer. I tried to make a football play. You know, I got lucky that the penalty didn't hurt the team. You know, it was. Sometimes it's, in life that happens. We, and we to, play aggressive. To answer that first part of the question, all he's got to say, no, you know what? Sean didn't really need to talk to me about it because you know what? Right. Just, there wasn't much to be said. The <laughs> fact that he took time to actually formulate his answer says to me that that answer was not a genuine answer. That was no. a PC answer that was, just to get through he, the he question. Jogged, that was his PR training. Did. He got under his skin, and he gave a horrible PR answer. The, the PR that's, answer—that's what it was. The PR PR answer was: Listen, I tried to make a football play. Sometimes when you go and you play aggressive, stupid things happen. You know, I, I'm always going to play aggressive, and I'm sorry that something like that hurt the team at that point. But the, when you play problem, aggressive, sometimes bad things happen. The problem for him was he wasn't just the the, the PR answer would have been that. He was trying to defend himself while also giving, uh, you know, a somewhat proper answer. I, I listen. I made a football play, and unfortunately, you know, when you're playing aggressive, sometimes plays happen like that. I agree. Aggressive football. I would have been okay with that answer, but to call out the reporter, whether it be John, you know, any any reporter that John or any of us or yeah. the guys from any, ABC, NBC, ESPN, ESPN anything like that, matter doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is. Just because they were in the NFL, they can't. They don't know anything about football. So what I'm curious, what I'm actually curious about is if there was a reporter after that game specifically that asked him this type of question, and I'd like to know if there was what his response was at that time. Did he even speak to the media after that game? Because if if he said something to what we are saying he should have said at that point, then my thing is, why did you just repeat your answer? Right, you know what I'm saying. If if yeah. in fact he did, you know what? Now, if even he if he didn't, didn't, he had plenty of time to think about an answer. He but that's why I say it enough. wasn't a genuine answer. That's why I say it wasn't because right. of the fact that you could see there was at least five, six seconds of silence. And he was where he was happy about it. Okay, but again, you're an athlete playing on the highest level, playing in the biggest game. 
someone asked you about a question that, you know, John was just piggybacking off of what somebody else had said. And he was like, listen, in regards to that, did you have this conversation? And is that going to prohibit you from playing how you normally play? That's it. A great question. Yeah, you should be well, able to handle I, tough questions. I, I'll tell John the truth if I think he messed up. No, I'll I was be done the with, one of those times I was like, it. no, you know what, John? <laughs> it was a fair question. I think you John, you're a great professional. You're yeah, a professional. You asked you it politely. You asked it professionally. It. He just didn't like the question. That's not your fault. I, and real quick, did. shameless plug yeah. for all of us, real quick. Um, hopefully, by the end of this week, there will be a video on our channel with, at the very least, all the questions from all four of us, if not everybody in our network from last week now, uh, all the Super Bowl media coverage we had. I mean, we got a lot. I mean, I looked at my own personal questions. I already have over an hour of content for myself alone. And then when you had Eric and JB and John and uh, you know some of the other guys that we were working with, I know uh, Cool McCain got some questions in. I believe James Tatum had quite a few questions in. Uh, you know, some of the guys from around the network, it's going to be probably something close to two hours, if not more. Um, but be on the lookout for that because I will definitely be putting that up on the channel hopefully soon. Uh, that's going to be a longer piece of content, but shameless little plug with all our uh, all our media coverage because you know what? This team, I mean, you want to talk about crushing it. That's what we, we did. All I over mean, the Super unbelievable. Bowl. All over the Super Bowl, guys. I mean, not only everywhere. were we – on the virtual press conferences, we, me and John, were Everywhere. in LA at all the events. If you don't follow us on social media, you might as well because you're missing out on everything that happened in LA. Everybody that was there is in pictures with us. And we, and we, we got, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, we got Barry. We got uh, Meadow World Peace. We got everybody. Yeah, Curtis, we got Susie Spanos, owner of the Charger. And I got to say this too, real quick. Talking about right. the questions that we got, you know, for the virtual media. This is a shameless plug for myself, for Eric, uh, even for for John. We got guys like Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Aaron Donald, Von Miller. We got. We didn't just get, you know, the smaller names like you know your, your coaches that not everybody remembers and knows. We got your big name guys, everybody's favorite players. We got the best of the best, and we got the guys that are behind the scenes, the coaches the backups, you know, all those guys that do make a difference, got everybody across the board. So, again, the shameless plug continues, but I got to say, I'm telling you, be on the lookout for that video because, man, oh, man, did we have, I mean, so much content. I mean, look, last year we put out a video on the channel. I think it was 45 minutes worth of content, uh, you know, from our Super Bowl. I mean, this year is going to be so much more than that. Easily. It it is – it was a big year, and I am very Just excited to have start. that on the channel. Too. Just the start. I mean, this Absolutely. year there was only two of us in L.A. Next year in Arizona, I expect way more. I expect – listen, I, I don't call it the Super Bowl anymore. I call it the Sideline Sports Bowl because we're all over. That's correct. There ain't nobody else out there covering it like us. If you don't know, now you know. That's it. And you know what? The initials can still be the SB because we can make it Sideline Sports. We'll just make it 1S. Keep the exactly. B for the bowl. There you go. You know, all over that. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Had to, you know, get a little bit of shameless plug in there. Did Back to our conversation. Hat? I just noticed it. It sure is. That's a and nice you know hat. You, and you know who you can thank for this? 
Thank Kayla. It was a Valentine's Day gift. It was uh, nice. something I've been wanting. As much as the Kraken stink this year, speaking about hockey, one of the worst teams in the whole league, I will say their merch is pretty cool. Give them credit yep. for that. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, not everybody can be like the Vegas Golden Knights and be an incredible expansion team. Sometimes you go through pains. It happened. It took me 43 but, minutes to realize you had that hat on. I'm glad you finally noticed. I was I was, I was hoping somebody would face. notice it eventually. Your eyes were down here and not up here, so I wasn't seeing the hat. Listen, John said my eyes don't move, coming John. back from L.A. Hold on. Did John just say, my eyes are here, not up here? John, right. my, my eyes don't move up here when my hat's oh, right. on. Right. I didn't notice they don't, the hat. They don't shift up and down my face. I hope you know that. It's an important face. Not the oh, most important, that. but it's an but, important face. But you really – whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I got just say he's out of water and keep it moving. Uh-huh. Exactly. All right, gentlemen. Back to this. Is there more we want to talk about with the Super Bowl? So, John, your your four days, five days in LA. What was your favorite event that you went to, or why? I mean, where do I begin? Um, it, it was pretty cool being at Sony Picture Studios, being at Lee Steinberg's party. Um, that was pretty awesome. Seeing all like the movie posters and stuff. Now you see in movies where you they walk through the lot, and you see all the big posters. That's exactly what it was like, and it was like. <laughs> Whoa, this is pretty surreal. Like seeing all that. This is where all the movie stars, you know, make their movies and shows quick, and whatnot. Dom, I'm gonna have to kill you now because uh <laughs> you 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 reveal my secret. And as a result, not only do I have to do that, but also, sir, you are out of order. Well, Just because you're in the worse. comments section does not mean you cannot be out of order. How dare you so reveal that was pretty my cool, secrets. but but I think the biggest part was uh being at the sports illustrated party. I mean, that was that was insane. That there was thousands and thousands trying to get through the door at a time. We almost got ran Boy. over by uh, by celebrities behind us. Miles Garrett was standing in line beside me. They wouldn't What's let this? him in. I felt his arm, and his arm felt like like a giant boulder that you just couldn't Hold move. On. Real was, quick, John just said I felt his arm. John, well, was it? He was like, trying to get through. Hold on, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me. Let me I was ask like, this. this guy's got like. I gotta ask what ever. happened. Was it which scenario was it? Was it one, it was an accident where you just kind of brushed up against them or something? Or was it two, that you took the very odd and very peculiar, but, you know, accurate to the John well, Shearer uh, brand that we know, where you just scary. went and went, went, ah, let me grab his arm. Just just put my, my hand around his biceps. That's the arm that hit Mason Rudolph in the Which head. one? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Which scenario was it? Was it getting physical that, grab or was it an accident? <laughs> It was a nice arm. It was a rock-solid arm. Hold, hold on, hold on. I want to talk about something. In JB the and him were chatting it up, but, so that was pretty but cool. But, John, you're avoiding the question. Which one was it? Was it an accidental brush-up, or did you intentionally grab this man's biceps? Yes. Yes <laughs> to which one? Yes. He's not going to tell you. JB, could you tell us which one it was? Well, let me tell you. After he's even bigger in person hours, than he looks like on TV. First of all, the guy is huge, and second of all, the nicest guy in the world. I made my own conclusion that Mason Rudolph said something, and he deserved getting the helmet swung out of him. <laughs> oh, hold yeah. on, hold on. Now, JV, Miles Garrett could be the nicest guy ever, and that's fun. He doesn't seem like but a guy. Sir, you're out of, of order for saying somebody deserved to be hit in the head. <laughs> How that is he is out of order? Oh, what it means a real honor. Hold on. Are you going to sit here and defend the fact that he just said, yes, this guy was really nice. 
and it means that other guy must have really messed up that he deserved Listen. to have been hit in the head. You say racist okay. things. Okay. I'm gonna say, this is what I'm going to say. Get the reward. This is what I'm going to say to you. If you are on the football field without your helmet and you are going after another player and you spew some language that we are accustomed to knowing that you say, yes, you should get so knocked you're, out. So hold on. I want like to get one of the you three. You guys are stages. all agreeing it was acceptable for him to take the helmet and bash him over the head, which could have technically killed this man. Yeah, well, say those things. Okay, let me him. say, Jake, let me just say this. Just want to make sure what this. we were told <laughs> is actually legitimate. Yes. And I didn't meet Miles Garrett. I was not in LA. I was wow. down here in Florida wow. while you were in New York. So I've never the met world. the man. I don't know the man more than uh, I know the man on the moon, but I will say this to you. If, in fact, Mason Rudolph said what we are thinking or we believe or whatever he said, yep, he should have got it. Wow. That's All it. right. Well, I guess on this show, some of <laughs> us condone just beating the life out Jake, of people. Got it. Jake, Good to know. Listen, oh, this was our conversation because I didn't realize it was him at first. And I said, you know, football players kind of have it lucky. You guys have the, the face back so the helmet's on. Hard to tell sometimes who you are. You know, he was like, yeah, I kind of appreciate that. And we were talking for like five minutes. Nice as anything. Dude, in the middle of a crowd with 8,000 people up against him, if he had something wrong with him, trust me, he would have come out talking to some okay. random guy. It's fine. He, he's, trust me on this one. All right. That's fine. Okay. Mason Rudolph, nothing. Not the guy. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, if you don't mind switching gears for the last, uh, we got six or seven minutes, give or take. Uh, I feel like we kind of talk about this. We didn't really, I think we did it in one of our live shows last week. Maybe it was on Radio Row when we did it. Um, but we, didn't, we haven't talked about it on our actual show, or at least us four have not. The Ben Simmons and uh, James Harden and the Nets trade. That was, I believe that was our, our live shows, not our actual sideline sports show, if I remember correctly. I bye believe Felicia. that's what that was. What'd bye you say? <laughs> I said, bye, Felicia. <laughs> Look, I already know how Eric feels, but for anybody that hadn't seen it already, I love letting Eric just say what he's got to say because I, I heard how he felt. It was great. Well, so I was on the sip-off with Megan Price and the entire crew, and we talked about it that night, and I'm going to tell you exactly what I said then. I'm glad he gone. He is now Brooklyn's problem. Okay. <laughs> we didn't, we don't need James Harden for a full season. We got James Harden for what we need him for, which is the rest of this season and into the playoffs. And I'm telling you right now, I called it. The Philadelphia 76ers will be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Book it. I don't know. I, I think that the Nets weren't winning the way it was set up. They got some draft capital. They got Simmons, who, if he could come back and start playing, could be a hero in New York. It's a win-win for everybody. It's a win-win. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You ready? Ben Simmons is a bum. Read my lips. A bum. Eric, you should be happy he's gone. You know why? Because like I just said, he's a bum. You know what? That was my comment last week. But what he said, what did he say? It was today or yesterday. What do they expect me to play center? I'm a point guard. You play where you're told. Exactly my point. Thank you You for proving it. The way I see it is very simple. 
I'm not condoning your coach to basically out you to the media. We've talked about that. That's not right. But if you love the game as much as you claim to love it, shut your mouth and go play. I am all about asking for a trade. I'm all about that. Okay. I am 1000% and in, you know, in favor of players having free movement and the ability to request a trade if they are unhappy because nobody should be unhappy like that. However, that's the way to do it. However, if you're going to do that, shut your mouth, go play while the trades are being processed. There's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. And the way to do it is to go out there, play your game and say, look, I'm not trying to screw up this organization, but I just want out. I'm not happy. You're not happy. I'm going to go out and play there, but I'm not going to be happy doing it. It's going to make for a bad culture. So either shit me off or deal with the repercussions of the culture problems. That's your call. No, sir. Right? And the Nets are done anyway. I mean, they're not winning with this team. Kyrie doesn't oh, even play home games. They're going to win with Durant and – and a guy that hasn't played in forever, a guy that's a big child, the guy that's crying <laughs> well, listen, about they did get, listen, they ain't John, they did get Seth Curry. They got Andre Drummond. You know, they got some pieces they're to definitely the help yet. them. They're not dead in the water. So Sure, they're going to make I, the playoffs. Congratulations. I think at the end of the day, it's real simple. The, teams that winning, the team that wins this is the 76ers by a mile, and it's a real simple reason why. Forget the fact that they get James Harden in return. What they get rid of is more important. They get rid of basically a cancer to the team. But they just ben gained Simmons. a cancer to the team. They just gained Ooh. one. They lost one in game one. James Har- James Harden's a cancer. No, no he's not. Wow. He's, a, he's okay. terrible for culture. All right. Hey, John, so what, I was going to be, was he, I was gonna be a nice guy, John. Cancer? What are How we is talking he bad? about? And they gave up Please draft capital? How is he bad? How is he bad? Tell me. lose this deal. Tell they should have How is he bad? King's How's ransom. He bad? But instead, they have to trade a bunch just to get a guy. Oh. They could have traded. They could have got a king's ransom and set themselves up for the future. And now they're hey trading away things to get hey something just to get rid of Simmons. That's hey stupid. You want to answer my question, deal. buddy? Congratulations, how's James Harden. You're an idiot. How's How's James Harden a cancer? I'm listening. Have you watched this guy in the NBA? He's answer the question, every then. team he's ever been on. That's not true. Yes, it he's, is. I could so prove every you wrong. Every team he's been on. He's been a cancer. Every locker room. So the Rockets, he ruined the did Rockets. Did you hear the things that were said hold about on. him as soon as hold they on. got rid of did, him? Did he ruin That's hold James did he, Harden. Did he ruin the Rockets? So he ruined Oklahoma City Thunder? Nope. Yes, he ruined there. every team he's ever been on. This is James Harden. This is so, his M.O. So tell me hey, why. There's okay, a reason why he great. bounces from team to team. John, so I was going to be nice to you. Traded a million times. I was going to be nice to you and say I'll see your Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, but you can forget about that one, buddy, because you were. I know you guys won't see that. us. You won't be there. Uh, we'll be there. You won't be there. You will be there, John Shear. You have Embiid. You have an, a guy who can't. Tobias Harris and that's Maxi Ball Hog. Denny Green. Okay, John. Right. Those guys are going to beat like the Milwaukee's and the Miami's. Those I didn't. Guys. I, I didn't say Milwaukee. Did I say Milwaukee? Those teams. I said are Miami. Gonna beat? Okay, they're going to beat any All of right, those John. three teams. That's fine, right, John. Because if you give me Green as your response, or you give me Tobias Harris as your response, I mean, I got Joel Embiid. What more do I need? I got James Harden. What more do I need? You know they. You know what they account for, John? They account for an average of fifty-two points a night. An average. 
it's fine. 52 points Talk in that between in two playoffs. guys, John. Talk to me in the playoffs. I will. James you better get there. We're <laughs> the there. number one seed, baby. <laughs> you better right stay now. there. Number you better stay seed. there, John. And don't get upset by the number eight squad. All I see is you're looking down. You're looking right up. You're looking right up. Okay. Up there. All right. You're looking up at Look, us. John, okay. I don't know how you can say James Harden's a cancer. Oh, hi, Miami. I think you're nuts. looking up at you. Yep. Okay. Just saying. Uh, I, I, I just like John, to point I'll, out. I'll see you in the postseason, John. Oh, I just want to point out about that. James Harden, John claims. Hold on, yeah. John. You claim James Harden to be a, a cancer. Okay. I just yes. like to point out because I'll use the Rockets when he was the main guy. So 12 to. 12-13 to 19-20. Uh, Those were the years he was in Houston, and obviously he was the guy. Uh, they made the playoffs every single year. Before James Harden it, was It's there. not hard to make hold the playoffs. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. In the Western Conference? Watch him out. It's not hard to make the hold playoffs. On. Just stop talking. Stop for the conference makes Before it. James Harden got there, they'd missed the playoffs in three straight years. Since James Harden has gone, they missed his playoffs the last year, and they're currently going to miss the it again Rockets? this year. On the Barring, a, barring an absolute miracle. Down. Hold on. But you can't say James Harden was a cancer if, as you claim he is, he's so he bad. Is. I didn't say he was a so bad, bad player. I said he's a cancer. Then how does the team make playoffs every year? If a player's so cancerous, how can he help get his team to a playoff championship? Uh, how how comes he's never year? helped his team to a championship? He's never had they a They went to one title, and that wasn't him whenever he was young on OKC. He was coming oh. off the bench when he got to his only finals, and they got beat by my Miami Heat. Because that was a super team, John. And James Harden, for a lot of his career, especially in Houston, was for the most part a one-man show. He was the guy. Why do, the Heat, why do you think the Heat? Why do you think? Why do you think the Heat? Why do you think the Heat won their their championship? Why? Because it wasn't just LeBron. It wasn't just D Wade. It wasn't just Chris Bosh. It was oh right. LeBron, D Wade, and oh, yeah, Chris Bosch all together. Have Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook as well. Okay. That's... All right. John, you're going to tell gotcha. me you would. Hold on. So you're going to tell me that you would rather take Westbrook, Harden, and KD over one Chris Bosch? With that, with that hold, on. Team. hold on. Hold on. You're going to tell me you'd rather take a veteran Chris Bosch, a veteran LeBron Wade, and a veteran D Wade. Over those young stars, not even stars. You think, young guys, you would why do you rather think take they them? got rid of Harden because he wouldn't share. He didn't want to share the ball in OKC. They had to that get rid of him. Cancer. He didn't want to share the ball. Oh, John. John. All right, John. So answer on, me this man. question then, John. Answer me this question really quick, so I know we're short on time. I don't understand. If how James Harden is the guy who always needs the ball, then why do people still want to go play with him? Who wants to play with this man? I could name. I can name quite a, a few players. Oh, Joel Embiid wants to play with him. That's that's why yep. they're in in. Of course, he's going to say right that. Now. Hold on, hold on. He doesn't have to say that. I mean, they oh, Joel Embiid wants to play with him. him. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant doesn't want to play with him. You should not what do you the mean? Conference? They all joined the same team on oh purpose. Do you think they just joined by accident? I can't believe you're defending this man. This I am is, because this is because you have no factual basis to claim he's a cancer. He Absolutely is. None. I'm waiting okay. for the. Give me a fact I, where he's a cancer. I'm listening. I, I, I showed you even. that this guy is everywhere they've gone. They just no, everywhere he's gone, they win. Everywhere he's gone, they win. So prove to me how he's a cancer, good sir. How many how many NBA finals does this guy have? That's 
that's not the point. That doesn't He's make him been a to one. He's been to one, and he was a sixth man. He was coming okay. off the bench. He wasn't a starter. That's not what He's defines a cancer, an NBA John. Finals. Hold on. Never. So, John, John, let me ask you this then, real quick. Matt Stafford's been to this one. This is a completely different sport. Don't compare no, no, basketball no, 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 no. and football. No, it's not. No, it's not, John. It's not no, it is You're not. Cla- you, yes. listen, listen to me. Listen to me. You're claiming James Harden's a cancer because he's been to one final. Matt Stafford's been to one final. Is he a cancer? Basketball and football are two different I, sports. Just answer the question. Just answer the question. Just yes You're or no. The court the is, Matt, is, Matt Stafford, is Matt Stafford a cancer? Yes or no. Is OBJ a cancer? Yes, I've always thought OBJ was a cancer. In oh New York. Okay, you know what, fellas, I, I got, I gotta go. This is just, I mean, I, I'm right, sitting here listening to, to John Shear talking about this. And John's like, got nothing. Kidding me? Got absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I'm not, gonna, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even entertain. Listen, I defended you with the Weddle thing. You know what? Hold on. Any defense. Oh well, thank you. you, thank you so much. I got a good for reaching one. I got a real good one. Me real good one for defending my honor, sir. Drew Brees, one championship, one once. He a cancer? Look at James Harden and where he's going. You notice how he avoids the question, folks. Everywhere he's he been. avoids the question because he knows he he's wrong. Drew Brees has been yep. a great teammate in the locker room. Never had an issue in the locker room. You know what? I'll give you another basketball but player. Carmelo Anthony. I always thought he he's a bit overrated. All right. Hold on. Is he a cancer? All right. All right. That's it. Is he a cancer? Gentlemen, he, he, he was in New York. Jake and Jake. No, he, he was York. not. Yes, he, he was. the only reason they were relevant. They were relevant in New York. What do you well, mean they were relevant? They weren't any good. This has been another edition of Sideline Sports. I'm done with him. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm walking off. Eric, Have do you want to real quick tell me they can find you before you go, buddy? Bye. He doesn't even want to give where he's from. Thanks, Chuck. Eric. Real quick, man, where, you, where, where can they find you? I'm sorry. You can see me in about 28 minutes on the sports arena, and unfortunately, John Shear is going to be on that show too. So if no, you no, want no, more I'll John Shear, oh no, 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 you better show up in 28 minutes, buddy. We got a lot to talk about. And I, Eric, it's only what? Tuesday. Sports arena is on Wednesday. Well, we do Monday and Wednesday, but because yesterday was Valentine's Day, we took off to be with our loved ones. Oh, so we're going double dose tonight and tomorrow night. So stay tuned right. because John, there's more yeah. John Shear coming up. Anyhow. Mondays and Wednesdays, typically sports are at 10 p.m. Eastern. Everybody in the Sideline Sports Network family, make sure you check us out. Big shout-out to Score No Score. Big shout-out to Manscaped. Big shout-out to, you know, everybody that's helping us out. Connect to your city, DBNA Television. Hey, when this when this show replays, Just to put this somebody up, put a disclaimer on this. I am. Because John Shear truly is right just – he, he got the L.A. brain. He's not back to me and John Shear. Me, sir. John, where can they find you besides being a nutcase? Fox Sports 1340 AM freelancing, Sideline Sports Network, Sports Arena Monday and Wednesday nights, 10 Eastern time. Of course, Tuesday nights, the best show in the entire world, Tuesday nights. DBNA Television, you can find us there a couple days a week, and then you can find Sports Arena there a couple days a week. Quantum Star, Connect to Your City, you can find us on uh, those channels. And Blue Hawks 13 NFL on Instagram, ha Bluehawks13 on Twitter, you can find me. I mean, those are just the best pages. I mean, JB, real quick, we got to wrap up here, but where can they find you? JB underscore the program. Any big sporting event going on in the world. Um, Sideline Sports, Quantum TV, Quantum Star TV, DBNA Television. You know what? Just look around. There was JB Square going on. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. 
All right, you guys can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. And more importantly, really quickly, as you see on the bottom of your screen, Sideline Sports is found in the following places. Instagram and Twitter is Sideline Sport 1. YouTube and Facebook is just Sideline Sports. We're on TikTok. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, DBNA Television, Quantum Star. We're on everywhere, absolutely anything you could think of, including being at the Super Bowl this past week. Everybody, I'm sorry for what John said this week or tonight. He's absolutely insane. As always, we appreciate your support. We will see you next time. The next Nikki. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid.